welcome to the Newcastle Legends podcast with me, Steve Wraith. And I'm sitting here with a Newcastle United legend, uh, Nobby Solano. Nobby, uh, thanks for coming on the show and welcome back to England. Hi, Steve. Um, always a pleasure to be here. Nice to talk to you, to the fans. You know, as a place, always, it's like my second home, especially because go good friends around here and the family. Um, what we've done is we've asked a few of our Twitter followers to, to give you some questions. Um, got some, some fairly diverse questions. The first one is from JP Quinn. He said, how did you feel about leaving Newcastle United for the first time? Well, it wasn't really difficult. It was a very difficult decision. Uh, and unfortunately, that year, I remember very clarified when I was trying to get in touch with Bobby Robson. Uh, I spoke to, to him because what happened is signing Lee Boyer that season. I remember I started the season playing, we played partisan away, I scored the, the goal away, and after we played the second game uh, at home, and we didn't qualify because we lost through penalties. I didn't play that much, I was injured. But from there, the relationship wasn't, wasn't strange to me because always I have a lot of respect for Bobby, but Bobby started to let me out of the team. I'm no starter. It was like a few months. I spoke to him and said, he never said anything. He just only said, you have to wait for... Because it's a long season. Well, I was very unhappy because I like to play. I really all the time enjoy to play in St. James or play for the team, try to help the team to finish in the best position we can. But... Uh, it's still the same situation, and the, I was talking to my agent to say I need to go somewhere else. Somebody want me to go and to play football and have a good time at Villa, but it's only spell only one season. I'm always been desperate to come back into the tune. Same question. Uh, well, another question from JP Quinn. He says, "What was it like playing with Diego Maradona?" First of all, it was a dream for myself. Um, I never thought in my life I would play with him because the age, first of all, he, I never thought I would move to one of the big clubs in South America, Boca Junior. Uh, everything been come, came true in, in my life because you only was thinking, say, oh, I hope so one day I play against Maradona and shake his hands and will be happy enough to be happy with that. But uh, he, he was, um, I can't believe when, when I was, my agent called me to say, listen, Boca interested in you, they want you to go there. I said, I was really happy, but I never thought Maradona make a decision to come back to play football again. I never <laughs> will saw he will be my teammate. It was a great experience. And for me, it was my idol. I remember the first day in the training ground. I arrived very early, very early to the training ground just to, to want to see him. And uh, he, com he arrived very late, always late in the training, but was a great person, great man. I like him, he's always giving good toll about myself. He gave me great lift because it was very, a lot of pressure to play for this club in Argentina. But it was a wonderful, wonderful thing happened in my career. Great, great answer. John Paul French, he says, how did you feel uh, being involved with Peru at the World Cup? And did you feel that you gave a good account of yourselves? Well, privilege. I'm really proud. I was trying playing when I was as a player. I was trying to get into the World Cup. The closer one was in the 1998 in France World Cup when we get knocked out through goals. Chile qualified. We we went out. And after you know the years time, I never. I'm really privileged to join to the national team three and a half years ago, nearly four years, and working with this excellent manager called Ricardo Gareca. Great experience. It was a great achievement for my country. After 36 years, we never been in a World Cup. Last time was 80-82. A lot of pressure, but we didn't. We did a great job. The player was magnificent. We working very hard. 
we was like uh, I think we go um, our boss and all the team all the staff the federation we we do great job he also asks how big is the gap between the South American countries within South America the gap in the what you mean in the teams the, the between the, the teams the clubs yeah, between the, the, the national teams, I suppose. Is there a big gap? And, and, and in the league football as well, I suppose, how does it compare to the Premier League? Well, I won't compare with my country. And unfortunately, in Peru, the, the people turn into the matches. It's all, no full grounds. Only when they play big derbies, only big clubs. They play between them. There's only the days you can see full crown, 45,000 or 50,000 people. 50, um, but I think in Argentina, in South America, in Argentina, Brazil, you get a more crown. Compared with here with the Premier League, it's amazing. Here is uh, nothing to compare. First of all, the stadium, the organization is, is, is different. That's why the Premier League became the one of the best leagues in the world. I think nothing at the moment. I don't know much about Spain, but uh, you can see here in you go anywhere you go to play Everton, Stoke or whatever clubs like that, always full crown. So it's amazing the way is now the Premier League question from Mark Corby um, he just says is this one of your proudest moments you've made the True Faith weekly podcast all time Newcastle United 11 so I mean the fans still the fans still obviously you know rate you very highly but to be voted in the top 11 Newcastle players of all time that must be very special oh I'm very proud I'm very pleased only only, only can say I'm you know grateful to, to the fans because I believe they appreciate my, my work, they appreciate what I've been done for the club. I've always been truthful, you know myself, Steve, I don't need to tell you. That's the reason I'm still over here, still living in here in, in Newcastle, still involved with friends, still come back to here because they made me feel my second home. Shame we cannot win anything. We should be give it to to the, the supporters. And one, one of the time we was playing, we want to give it to them any trophy, but unfortunately we can't. We didn't, but uh, in general, I'm very pleased to them. Thank you for, for that consideration. I'm very pleased. I'm very proud to be part of the Newcastle United great players. The editor of uh, True Faith, uh, Alex Hurst, he asks a, a question as well. He says, uh, did it matter to you who played on the other flank at Newcastle United in terms of your own game? For example, uh, people said when Lauren Robert was on the other the wing to you, um, you were acting as a partnership. Was it easier playing with a class left winger in the same team or did it not affect your own game? No, no. The good thing is uh, we have a great balance, you know, with the team not only has to attack in my side, you know, attacking we that's why Alan the more happy pleased with us was Alan Shearer because we have a he has a, a service for the left side, from the right side, we always have a combination. It's a team we always get in the combination. Oh, Laurent Robert was a great left I never see somebody strike the ball like him. He's a powerful a great character as well. A little bit lazy sometimes. <laughs> I, I thought we were lazy, but he's a winner. <laughs> so it was a great time. It was great, wonderful, wonderful left foot. I think, I think this, Alan Shearer is a happy, the happy man. We, we have a both serve for both sides. But in general, we have a great attacking team. Huh? This one's from Briggsy, uh, Ian Briggs. He says, Nobby, what was the greatest highlight of your fantastic Newcastle career? I believe it's the time when Bobby Robson arrived in here. I think the second season when after he arrived, when Ruth Gulley went sack, uh, he started to build the team for the next season. And we, I think that was our best season we have uh, so far. I remember at least United game when we scored. We were losing 3-1. We came back from behind, away game. I know how exciting because that's that point we, we made sure we, we finished in the top four. That's why because we always 
Leeds United, we have a competition with them behind us all the time. So we, I remember we need to win the must to win again to make sure we finish in the top four. Ian also asks, can you ask him who was the best player he ever played with at Newcastle? And also, who does he think our best player is at the moment? I think, um, well, at that time, Alan was the target, man. Alan was uh, the special player for us. Alan is a guy we, I'm very pleased because all my service had to give somebody else to, to, because it was important. If without his goals, Bellamy is what was important too. To me, playing as a, when I'm linking very well, playing together, I like him very much play with Kiron Dyer in the side. He used to play inside and uh, really link, linking together. Got a speed. We have. A, I think we, I'm, I'm, I was very lucky to to play with these great players, you know. And um, at the moment, Newcastle, I will say, is difficult. Difficult. I think the more intelligent player is. What's um, the name? The boy playing the midfielder. Shelby. Shelby. Shelby to me is a, the intelligent, if thinking, smart. I like him because he's he's a good good centre midfielder. He, I think he could play with us in that time if he if he wasn't. If he was a little bit older. Question here from Beast NUFC eighty four on Twitter. He says, "Have you had any contact with Rafa?" Yes, I went to see him last week. I spoke to him. He been talking a little bit in general. Just coming to see him to say hello. Uh, he's a great manager. I think the best thing happened in the moment in the club is has, having this this excellent manager person. Uh, he tried his best. It's at the moment difficult time for the club. Especially when, because we, everybody know the chairman doesn't want to push to go and and probably to ambition to go forward. And the poor Rafa, I think that's a big thing happened to the club. He he will keep the the team in the Premier League. That's only I can see. I don't think so. You can push a little bit forward because that's you have to be realistic. We wish or I hope so. Maybe you never know in football. That happened with Leicester City once, but I don't think so will happen again too soon. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a hundred years, I know that maybe we'll not be in this life. But uh, yeah, I think the best thing happened now in Newcastle is Rafa still still with the team. Um, we've got a question here from uh, Kyle, no, Luke McHugh. He says, what is your opinion on Mike Ashley? Keep it clean. <laughs> well, I think it's like everybody know. I know this guy more, um, no more than anybody else. Even I'm not living in the, in the city, in the country. But you all can can see this guy arrived in the club already. How long it's been? 10, 12 years. He has a two times, twice the club been relegated. Uh, he's a great businessman, probably in that way. But uh, I I believe I have the same feeling like everybody. You want to see this club, this team pushing forward to go to try to challenge things, to get into the Champions League in the spot or to get into UEFA to be more because this club is still big everywhere I'm going people still say about Newcastle one of the best clubs big clubs and shame and then the last few years but uh, it's still a massive club I hope so he's in one moment probably change his mind to push forward this club because I think you as a you as a fans we, we love to, to see that as a question from me, I suppose just off the back of that is obviously there's a lot of there's a lot of unrest amongst the supporters at the minute. Obviously, we think Mike Ashley wants to sell the club. There's been organisations set up saying if if Rafa goes, we all go, and you know Mike Ashley out campaigns. It's happened lots of times. But as a player, as a former player, Nobby, does it affect the players when when the fans are? Is there any advice you could give the supporters who maybe are thinking about you know maybe boycotting the game or whatever? Does it affect the players? For sure, I remember the time when we was in here in the in the great time with the club with Mr. God bless him, uh, Shepherd. Uh, 
he's ahead of everything. He's the guy, first of all, to show to, to the team, to the club, to the players, how important you fans is in this city. So if you, with all that respect, I remember the players as well, Alan Shira, when I arrived in here, Sheik even, they start to become, hey, come on, we have to do well because we have a great supporter. We exactly, I remember we don't have a good time and bad times. We're not allowed even to go on out to go because we have to respect the fans. So at the moment, I don't think, especially if the head of this club is not show any ambition, how do you expect in the players to go? Players are yes, happy to be in the Premier League, happy to, to, to be here in the club, but they have to be right from the head. I believe if the head doesn't show that, it will be really difficult. As a player, you will still think, oh, okay, I'm happy with my wages, I'm happy with... Don't get relegated on this season, working hard, but with no ambition, is is difficult. I think affecting to everyone. Do you think the fans' movements, do you think they can have any effect? That's, that's why sometimes to me... When I hear about fans protesting, protesting about, but you're too good, too nice. The fans is to go. I can see the stadium in South America. What will happen is they don't turn on. You will see stadium with only two thousand people, three thousand people. But if they are not happy with the the, the club, the whatever is the, the your the, who's whatever is in charge to run the club. But here you're too nice. You already buy bought the ticket for the whole whole season. You knew you know what's gonna happen. It's only just fight. You're so nice. I think sometimes because you got that tradition, that special in here in this town, the entertainment to come to the stadium, I see the atmosphere outside, how you, you live with that. That's why I'm saying, that's why probably this guy say, oh, it's probably not pushing or no bother because you're, not too, you're too nice. To me, you are too nice. Dean Jam says, what was your favourite Newcastle goal? Uh, for the way I, I kicked the ball, it's a little bit strange because having no left foot was against Everton when I kicked the ball outside my, with my right foot because I don't have a left foot. That's only <laughs> simple as that. But I, I was lucky that they, the ball gone bending uh, against Everton. We won 3-2, I remember, I think. Uh, Mr. Cynical, Dave Logan, uh, he asks, who was the worst player you ever played with at Newcastle? He, he seems to remember Fumaca might have been there when you were there. Yeah. You're right, it's Fumaca. Fumaca is the Brazilian. When we saw him, he's a Lauda players in the in the in the training in the it wasn't the reserve team, sometimes with the first team. But we told him, you know Brazilian. You for sure you've somewhere else, but you know Brazilian because <laughs> he was very bad. Um Shoggy's Mandem on Twitter, he says, How did it feel to, to be part of that era under Sir Bobby and, and Alan Shearer? And it, it says it must hurt you as an adopted Geordie to see the club in such a state now. Very happy, very emotional, and being very proud to, to be great manager, great players around, great club and, and, and still great club and even the moments is not the best, but uh, he's always very, very happy to Playing, I really enjoy every. I cannot wait to Saturdays to to play in the in St James because the atmosphere, the the pitches, always. I always say I will I will sleep in there because it's a, it looks like a carpet, too perfect, too perfect to play football. So, plus we have a, like I'm saying, great supporters. That's why we enjoy it so much. With regards to Newcastle United this season, um, how do you see them doing in the in the Premier League? They will fight. They will be tough again, another season. Even they finished last year. Uh, 10 something like around that but it will be really tough this season because I believe the top 6 clubs want to fight they want to you know going for the for the for, to try to win something and the rest 
you know, new three clubs coming up. They want to surprise too. You know, it will be Wolverhampton, Fulham. They want to keep stay in the, in the league. So, so Newcastle, we have another tough league, another difficult difficult time. But we, I hope, I hope so. We wish uh, Rafa with the last two three years still have the same team. So it probably will be okay. How important is it Newcastle keep a hold of Rafa? Oh, massive, massive. I think that's the only reason this this team this this club at the moment is still in the in the Premier. League. I think he's a key, very important. That's why the chairman uh, give it to him, try to give it to him. Everything is is countable. No shame because no players, but he had to give it the other side. Important to to try to respect Rafa's contract. So. Well, but it cannot be like that. He, I think Rafa is a winner man. He will try to go for, for to try to win something. So, well, we'll see what's going to happen. Obviously, you're involved as number two with Peru now. Um, is there any ambition to, to come in and be maybe as a manager in England? Always. Always has in my mind. I think it's one of the best leagues in the world. I mean, the Premier or, or the, the, play, the place championship in League One. I think it's well organized. Always like it, this country, uh, the dream and the way I've been being been in this for many years. I was very pleased. So that's that's in my mind. That's in in, in the hopes in the future somebody will give me the opportunity. At the moment, I have to see what happened with my national team. Mm-hmm. A lot of chances to stay again another two three years. Getting more experience. I'm just waiting for my chance. You're putting together a book with Simon Rushworth, good, respected local journalist. Um, what's it been like working on a, a book about your life? And uh, any funny stories going to be in that? Do you think? Yeah, yes, yes. I remember. It's it's hard because you need to, you know, after many years, uh, you need to remember funny, funny moments. But uh, well, it's preferable. I'm, I'm I appreciate what you you want to do for me. That book will be special for me, for my family, and uh, well, it will be a lot of funny things. I can I can tell you one maybe when I when I arrived in the in the training ground well couldn't speak more any English none English and uh, just has to wait in the, in the bloody shower because I was sitting in, in the in the dress room and waiting to everybody finish and uh, I remember was I don't know if people remember uh, Laurent Laurent if the French boy he was the last guy come out from the shower. And after I was waiting till everybody leave, because I was a little bit shy, just couldn't speak any language. I go into the shower, I never saw any, you know, how you call this, uh, the taps, taps, taps in there, and the, and the, say, where is the bloody water came from? <laughs> I was sitting there, looking everywhere. I was clapping like a crazy, you know, like a fly <laughs> to make a sound. No I didn't realize in the bloody floor was a push. You know, you mm-hmm. have to stand up in there and the, the water will come. But I was like a 20 minutes without a shower, looking everywhere, couldn't have said to anyone how explained or how it's difficult, but it was really funny. It had to be half an hour and then to find where the water came from. Last question from Twitter. It was from John. He said, um, what, what's your views on Sam Allardyce? He said he has a lot to say about uh, Newcastle United and the media. <laughs> what's your views on Sam? Oh. Um, oh yeah, I have a respect for all the managers, but mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't very keen with him. And because first of all is, I remember that season before I moved to West Ham, I went to see him. He told me, Novi, I won't promise to you anything. I will bring my own players, my own people. He already brought 16 people in the club, working with him, beside him. It's crazy. I never saw so many staff, new staff. He thought he would have the, the key for the revolution, the club, things like that. 
and that year, and unfortunately for the fans, for the club, they went relegated and they went sacked because the club, the, the team didn't do well. And that season, I remember Alan Shire took it over, I think, or somebody else before Alan, and the club went down. But uh, I'm not really. His philosophy may be working one point in one moment in the football, but I can't see a guy arrive in the club, put speakers around the pitch with microphone, try to direct the, the practice, and just looking for somebody who can have a long throw or can play the ball straight away into the strikers in front of play football. So was very bad. Was very bad and very sad in that year because I remember Newcastle that season 2007 and eight, Newcastle went down. Last question from me. Um, you were already a legend amongst Newcastle fans, but you cemented that by scoring a, a goal at Sunderland. What was it like to score against Sunderland? Oh, with the rival. The rival always we enjoy. I remember when I scored that, that game, Newcastle, uh, Sunderland was fighting to don't go relegate. And I remember we, if we win in that game, we were already comfortable because we finished safe in the, in the season. We, uh, and uh, we qualified in UEFA spot. And that game, desperate, Sunderland was desperate to have a good result against us because they was fighting into the last few games to, to don't go relegated. But I really enjoy. I know the fans, how, how important the kind of these derbies always. I was very lucky with the derbies all the time, have a good, good, um, have a good results, great results. I know how much the fans enjoy too when you score against the, the, the big rival in this Northeast. Last thing, Nobby, have you got a message for the supporters going into the new season? Yes, yes. As, as usual, I think the fans always behind the team. It's just very respectable for everyone. Rafa know that. I believe Rafa will give you, try to give you the best for, for, for years to, to keep the team in the, in the league and to try to push him forward more can. That's all from Newcastle United uh, Legends podcast. Um, check our website out, www.newcastlelegends.com.